Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast on personal development. This is the second in our series, and I'm very excited. This is Susan Bauer, your host. And on our podcast today, we uh, have Kathy Mitchell, Vice President of Sales, and Melissa Gurney. And the topic, conversation openers. You know, how to have that small talk and how to get the conversation started. So I'm going to turn it over to them. Kathy, take it away. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Susan. You know, it has been said that in North America, one of the biggest fears is public speaking. And the second is the fear of starting a conversation with a stranger. Um, you know, some people are just natural born conversationalists like my husband and others like myself had to learn how to become one. And really the first Me too. You too, Melissa. <laughs> I think I know yes. Yeah. <laughs> and really the first step to becoming a great conversationalist is really about becoming invested in the conversation and really actively working to help that person that you are talking with really feel comfortable with you. And Melissa, I love this quote that you had shared with me from Alan Alda. He said that if you make it about the other person, all your fears will melt away. So, you know, Melissa, what are some ways that we can engage each other in conversation? So, Kathy, you want to be the first to smile and greet someone. You know, you want to establish that rapport with them. And when you meet someone, ask what's your name. You know, repeat your name. And if you missed it, just apologize and ask them to repeat it. Because using someone's name really shows that you're interested in them and it makes them feel very special. And make sure not to shorten someone's name without their permission. Oh, that's very true. Some names just seem to naturally be something that you would want to shorten, but no, we don't ever want to do that. Um, love that tip, love it. And another great way to really some conversation is icebreakers. Just a simple statement or a simple question that you can ask someone. I know we like to talk about weather to get conversation started. So even just saying, gosh, this is a beautiful day. Or you can ask, gosh, um, we're in the middle of summer. What's your favorite season of the year? Um, some just different icebreaker questions that help you get past that awkwardness of starting a conversation with a stranger. So again, remember, you put the focus on the person you're talking with because we all like to talk about ourselves. We're passionate about our families and like to talk about things we're interested in. Put that on the other person to talk about themselves. Just simple questions about, you know, tell me about where you work or do you work outside the home? Um, what got you interested in becoming a nurse? If they tell you they're a nurse, what do you enjoy most about that? Or you know, what one thing would you do if you knew you couldn't fail at it? Um, I know that's one you like, Melissa. <laughs> Starts I love that question. Yes. Yeah. You know, another question that I really like, especially because people are moving around so much, you know, no one lives where they grew up very, not very often. So I like to ask where they're from um, or where they currently live. And it's, it's nice to kind of see the differences between the different areas of the country. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Or you can even ask um about, gosh, have you, you seen great movies lately that you'd want to recommend or restaurants or any events, you know, if you've gone to anything recently that, that you really enjoyed? Um, I love this one because people get so passionate about it. You know, tell me about the best vacation you've ever had because those emotions just 
uh, really fuel up and it takes you back to that vacation and how much you loved it. And it allows you to share um, back one that you've had as well. Um, also, gosh, asking him something, what's the, the most fun surprise you've ever received? Um, that's something fun to talk about. Or what's your favorite thing to do? Or tell me something most people would never guess about you. Those are things that you can share as the conversation gets started to really create some interesting dialogue between the two of you and help the conversation continue to move forward. Uh, you know, Melissa, I was thinking about years ago when I held my first party. And uh, it was a party that wasn't with family or friends. And I was so nervous that I just kind of stood by my table kind of questioning why I was doing this. I had no idea how to strike up a conversation with strangers because I held a party with friends first and then this, this party I had with people I didn't even know. I really had to learn how to talk with people, how to start that conversation. So some maybe Norwex party icebreakers you can use are, you know, what did you think when the host invited you to the party tonight? That can get some fun conversation going. Or tell me how you know our host. Or what do you know about Norwex products? Or do you have any of our products at home? And which ones? Or you could have them look at your display and say, you know, which products look the most interesting to you? Just think about some of those party icebreakers that you can have to change up conversation at your party. Or when you're doing an event, a vendor show or something like that, some of those icebreakers are just simply, what are you using to clean your home? Or have you ever cleaned your home just using water and no harsh chemicals? And let me show you three products that will change the way you think about cleaning. And then you can just share the household package. Or uh, I love this question. Uh, what do you usually use to clean your mirrors and windows and do that butter demo? I know you love the butter demo, Melissa. I love the butter demo. I do it whenever someone comes over to my house. As a matter of fact, I just did it this weekend for my daughter who lives in Portland. And now I'm an EnviroCloth and WindowCloth down. <laughs> yeah, they want to take it. When you show them, they want to take yours, don't they? They yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah. You know something, Kathy? Um, a really good tip, too, is you always want to make sure that you introduce yourself, even if you've already met them. This helps take them off the hook in case they have forgotten your name. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've all had those awkward conversations where we're standing there and we know we've met and we're trying to think of what the other person's name is, right? And so just uh, simply yes. say, Kathy, tell me your name again. I can't think of it right at the moment. That's okay to say that because like you said, Melissa, names are powerful and they're important to use another person's name as often as we can. And one thing I love yes. helping starting and building a conversation is asking open-ended questions. These are questions that, re that require more than a yes or no response. Um, and you offer your conversation partner the opportunity to kind of disclose as much or as little as they want. So some of those examples are words like why or describe for me or tell me about or how did you do something or what brought you to the party tonight or how do you feel about that? Or what do you think about that? Um, those types of things, um, those open-ended questions really help conversation to grow as well. And you can listen to what they're saying and even dig deeper a little bit. So instead of just saying, did you have a good weekend? 
I might say something like, Melissa, tell me what the best part of your weekend was. Oh, I went to a conference this weekend. Oh, okay, great. What was your favorite thing that they shared at the conference? Oh, I think my favorite thing was that they um, covered goal setting, which I absolutely love. Okay, great. So that, as you can see, just kind of starts that dialogue going and you can kind of continue on with that for a little while as well. And I know, uh, Melissa, you were talking about some questions we were chatting earlier about um, kind of a way you could spin a question differently than um, a way we might typically ask it. Yeah, um, some of the questions that you typically ask are like, um, are you married or do you have kids? Why don't you try asking, you know, have them tell you about their family? Uh, or instead of asking, what do you do for a living? Why don't you ask, tell me about your business or your work? And instead of just asking, what's your favorite hobby? You know, why not ask it like, tell me about your favorite hobby? Because this really does elicit a um, a longer conversation instead of just a one-word answer, you know, and if you're really observant, you're going to get a lot of free information from people's behavior. You can hear the passion in their voice, or you can hear the pitch of their voice go up and it shows your excitement, or they might start talking with their hands. So you can get a lot just from asking those open-ended questions. Yeah, absolutely. And I love watching for those nonverbal parts of the conversation when you're truly listening and watching them and learning how to focus on asking those appropriate related questions. Paying attention to your body language shows you whether they're getting excited about what you're talking about, or maybe it's a conversation they're kind of uncomfortable about and you might want to switch it up and change it a little bit. Because conversation really requires that give and take. So we also want to talk about ourselves as we're talking um, to the other person and asking them to share a little bit about themselves. Um, and sometimes we don't talk about ourselves because we don't want to appear either self-centered or conceited or feel like, you know, we don't have a whole lot to share, but we do. So we want to disclose some information about ourselves that we feel comfortable with and, of course, is not controversial uh, when you're in a Norwex setting, for sure. But, um, you know, talking about um, yourself can even lead to a conversation starter. So I might say to you, Melissa, you know, one of the things that I love to do is to go to the theater. You know, what's something you really enjoy doing? You know, I love spending time outside with my husband and working our bees and our chickens. Oh, I love that. Yeah, bees and chickens. <laughs> or, you know, if you're at a Norwex party or event, you can really say that, that one of the reasons I so enjoy having a Norwex business is that I get to share products that make a difference in people's lives. And I can also build a business that has really made a difference for our family. You know, what are your thoughts on a home-based business? So that way you can start a conversation about that and see if it's something they might be interested as, as well in. Or, you know, thinking about meeting with some easy, positive, and light information to just kind of build the trust and create that friendship, to create that ease of conversation. Because really having a conversation is kind of like peeling an onion. You kind of peel it in layers. And the more that you talk, the more you can build and establish a relationship, and even a friendship, uh, based on just getting to know each other. So asking those open-ended questions allows that conversation to ensue, doesn't it? I love that. And you know, Kathy, one of the easiest ways to start a conversation is to give someone an authentic compliment. 
You know, Mark Twain once said that a good compliment lasted him 60 days, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, the power in a sincere compliment is enormous. There's nothing that makes someone feel more special than whenever they receive an authentic compliment. You know, an example is like, Kathy, I really appreciate how you jumped right in and helped with the training at our team meeting. You really made a difference. You have such a gift for working with others. Or what if I said, you're always so happy. It makes my day so much better when I see your smiling face. Yeah. Doesn't it just feel good whenever you hear that compliment? Because it was genuine and it was very specific about what they liked about you. Yeah, I love that, Melissa, to really be descriptive a little bit, um, not just to say, gosh, you're nice, but re I really in enjoyed how you made everyone feel welcome and things like that. Getting a little more descriptive um, is wonderful and right. genuine. You know, we, we know when someone's not being genuine, so we always want to get those genuine compliments. So I, I love that. And, you know, Melissa, something that I think that we don't think about a lot is an exit line. You know, there's a point where you want to bring a conversation to an end. And sometimes we're talking with someone who really loves to talk and maybe we need to, to move beyond that conversation a little bit. So we want to think of some exit lines or ways to end that conversation naturally that makes them feel good and also makes you feel like you've ended it on a, on a good note. And really, especially at a party, when you have so many different people that you want to talk to, you really have to move around the room a little bit. So... Gosh, Melissa, if, if we're talking, I might say something like, you know, it's really been wonderful talking with you about your bees and your chickens. And, you know, I really need to catch Susan before she has to leave. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I um, really enjoyed visiting with you. And then it gives you that natural exit line to go and, and talk with someone else. Or you could say simply, you know, I wanted to get around and say hello to everyone. You know, thank you again for taking time to talk with me. Or, you know, I really have to leave now, but I hope to be able to see you again soon. Or thank you for letting me share a few of our Norwex products with you. I'm going to grab a quick drink and say hello to everybody else. So thanks so much for coming to Melissa's party. These exit lines are um, become really successful when you put the focus directly on you, that you were ending it, but that you truly enjoyed visiting with them. You kind of clearly state why you're leaving that conversation. Um, and by doing this, you kind of take the, the burden off your conversation partner, but it has nothing to do with them. You really enjoyed visiting with them, but you needed to move on to something else. So, um, and also ending that conversation with a little appreciation goes a long way, doesn't it, Melissa? Oh, absolutely. These are great examples because it really does help make the ending of the conversation not awkward. And you're right. Appreciation make, really goes a long way. So, a good example is, it was wonderful to see you and hear you about your vacation, Kathy. Oh, well, thank you, Melissa. And, you know, Melissa, I appreciated your willingness to share your expertise about Norwex products. Thank you for the delightful conversation. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> or I, gosh, so appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and spend time with your friends and see what Norwex is all about. That might be a good one. Another good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Another good one is, thank you for coming this evening and for asking such great questions. I hope you decide to host your own Norwex party because I would be honored to come to your home to help you have a fun-filled evening with friends and spoil, spoil you with lots of gifts. 
Oh, that's a great conversation closer and an invitation to host a party. I love that, Melissa. That's great. Well, you know what, whether you're a natural conversationalist or you're maybe like Melissa and myself, where we really had to work hard on becoming someone who would start and continue and build conversations, you know, the more practice you have, the better you get at it. And so we hope we shared a few tips and ideas with you how to open those conversations, how to keep them going a little bit, and how to bring those conversations to a close when it's time for that conversation to end. So, you know, one thing that really helped me many, many years ago when I was learning how to have those conversations and to really open them up without fear and to keep them going and, and really to, to bring them to a close is a book I read by a woman named Deborah Fine. And the name of her book is The Fine Art of Small Talk. And I shared a, a couple of uh, things that she shares in, the, in this uh, book as well. So it's one that whether you are a great conversationalist or you would like some new ideas on how to create more engaging conversations or you're really looking to start those conversations because you're a little nervous, uh, this is a great book that I really enjoyed reading. And I know, Melissa, you read it too, didn't you? I did, and it was a great book. Yeah, great. Well, thank you. Um, thank you, Melissa. This was fun to do with you. And um, we will turn it back over to Susan. Well, thank you both. And speaking of compliments, I really enjoyed listening to both of you. And wow, all the great ideas on the art of small talk in conversations. That was amazing. And I'm just going to reiterate, if, you're, um, if you didn't catch it, the book that Kathy's talking about is by Deborah Fine. And it's the fine art of small talk. So uh, I always like to end our podcast with action steps. It's always good to walk away and have something specific that you're doing. There were so many ideas shared in this podcast. So I'm going to make our action step about open-ended questions and practicing them. And so I'm just going to reiterate a couple of the ones that um, Kathy and Melissa shared. So, you know, these are ones that can't be answered yes or no. And they're great whether you're in a, a party with friends or you're at a Norwex party because you're going to be able to keep that conversation going. So here's how they start, a few of them. Why? You know, why did you um, think that about the product? Or describe for me. Tell me about. That's a great one. And how did you or what brought you? What are your thoughts about? That leads to great conversations. So um, I think that you should write down maybe five conversation openers um, for yourself and write them down. And in the next week, whether you are out and about, you know, maybe at an event or just doing errands, or you're at a Norwex party, use those conversation openers for you to have great conversations and use some of the ideas. Again, you can come back and listen to this, but use those conversation openers and open-ended questions, and you will be amazed at where your conversations lead. So thank you all for tuning in. Until next time.